I agreed to be in a zombie game show. There was a catch, though. Day one. My name is Derek, and my life is a train wreck. I have no job, no money, no family, and no opportunities. Which is probably what made me a perfect candidate for the game show. This isn't your typical game show, though. It's like Survivor on steroids. You need to survive seven days in a zombie apocalypse any way that you can. You can hide the entire time and hope to not starve to death, or you can become a zombie-killing god and murder your way through the apocalypse. The choice was completely yours. They were also offering a $1 million cash prize if you were to win. And in this case, it was all under the table, so that would be $1 million free and clear from Uncle Sam. This seemed like the perfect thing for me to get into. I hadn't been any use to anyone after getting out of the military. I had been an MP while I was in, and I definitely didn't want to be a cop when I got out. So after being approached about this opportunity, I asked what the catch was. At the time, they said there wasn't a catch. If you didn't survive the entire time, you would just go home without any kind of prize. But if you did win, you had the million to look forward to. At that point, I asked what I had to do, and they said they would send me a car to my location, and they would take me to this undisclosed location. I agreed and got ready for them to come pick me up. They were at my apartment within 30 minutes, and I was on my way to their facility. They said for my protection and theirs, they had to blindfold me, and also put headphones on me so I couldn't hear anything. The drive felt like it took roughly an hour, and I was ushered into what I assumed was the facility. I couldn't tell because I was still wearing the blindfold and headphones. When we finally did stop walking, the blindfold and headphones were taken off me, and I was face to face with an older man probably in his 60s, who wore a plain black suit and had his hair slicked back to the side. He told me his name was Thomas, and that he would be the one conducting the trials. He asked me if I had any questions, and I wanted to make sure that there was really no possible way I could get hurt during any of this. He reassured me that the simulation was completely harmless, and that there was nothing to worry about. I breathed a little easier, and followed him to the staging area. We entered a room with a bed, and what looked like a VR headset. They sat me down on the bed and explained that I needed to survive seven days in a zombie scenario. On the seventh day, I would have to face the horde. This was a massive swarm of zombies that I would need to deal with before the night ended. I needed to scavenge, craft, and build a solid shelter to fend off the horde. Each in-game day would be in one hour in real time, so I needed to move quick. As they laid me down, I was then strapped to the bed which he assured me was just because the simulation is so immersive they are worried I'd roll out of the bed without realizing it. Just before he put the headset on me, he warned me that I needed to avoid being bitten or being killed. If I was killed in the game, there was no way they could pull me out. I was about to scream, but then the headset was put on, and everything melted away. Day 1 The next thing I knew, I was standing in a forest with nothing but underwear on and a few things in a toolbar on my HUD. I was immediately given a tutorial to familiarize myself with the game. I had to collect plant fibers so I could make a bedroll. I then had to gather supplies in order to make a stone axe. It then made me gather more plant fibers to make some pants, which sounded like a great idea. Once I created it, it had me put it on as well, which was done in a drop-down screen. I then had to gather some more wood so that I could craft a wooden club to defend myself. I had assumed that this was what the stone axe was for, but after using it, I believe it was more of a tool than a weapon. 
I then had to gather supplies to craft a bow and arrow, which would give me a range advantage against the zombies. It then showed me the absolute bare minimum of base building by having me gather wood to create a frame, and then upgrading that frame. I then had to gather stones so I could craft a fireplace, which I assumed is how I would do all my cooking. I placed the campfire, and was giving the following message. Good job, survivor. You have proven to be capable with much potential. We have marked your map with the nearest White River outpost location. There you will find a trader where you can buy and sell goods, and trade stories with one of our friendly citizens. Welcome aboard. Noah. I wasn't sure who Noah was, but I figured it was probably a good idea to head towards the trader. He might hopefully be near a town where I could start looting for supplies. I followed the yellow explanation point, looting along the way. I came upon a house and decided I would loot it. That was when I saw my first zombie. It was missing both its legs and was stuck inside a hole in the wall. It crawled after me, but luckily I had the club I crafted earlier so I made short work of it. The game was extremely immersive, but I still remembered that it was in fact a game. These weren't actual zombies, so the shock wasn't too much to deal with. I couldn't believe how bad they smelled, though. It's never something you take into consideration when you think about zombies. I heard more zombies coming deeper in the house, so I retreated outside to make sure I didn't get surrounded. A large woman came out once I had dealt with this legless zombie, and she put up more of a fight. A young man was the next one I had to deal with, and we were able to handle him pretty easily with a few shots of the head. After all the zombies had been killed, I allocated a couple of my stat points to increase the effectiveness of my club to make handling the zombies easier. I then entered the basement again to finish looting the basement. Once the basement had been fully looted, I made my way up to the first floor. I smashed a picture on the way, and it's like the house came alive. I found a key in the wall, and was able to unlock the nearest door to give myself an exit if I needed one. I dealt with a few zombies that were spread across the first floor. Once all the threats were neutralized on the first floor, I began looting the rest of the house. When I was in the kitchen, I noticed a ladder that went up to what I assumed was an attic. I climbed up the ladder, and as soon as I reached the top, I immediately woke up the few zombies that were sleeping up there. Luckily, there were only two, and one of them actually dropped some cowboy boots that I could use. There was one last one hiding in a corner, and I again was able to kill it pretty easily. It looks like when you finish raiding one of these buildings and clearing it, out there's a cache of loot at the end to reward the hard work. I looted the cache and started my small trek to the trader. I crafted a small storage box that I could use to drop the gear and food that I'd looted up to this point right outside the trader's house so I wouldn't get overloaded with items. This would cause me to walk slower and fatigue faster. I assumed it would probably make me burn through my food and water meter faster as well. Upon walking into the trader's compound, it looked like he specialized in farming and tools. His name is Trader Wrecked, and he just seemed like he just didn't want to be there at all. Upon inspecting his wares, I saw a helmet light mod that I thought could give me an advantage at night. I asked him if he had any jobs, and a list of five jobs popped up giving him the options between buried supplies, clear zombies, and fetch, all of which seemed pretty obvious what he wanted. I ended up going with clear zombies, because after the encounters I had with the zombies earlier, I figured it would be a cakewalk. Luckily it was only about 100 meters away, so I left the trader and worked my way over to the mission objective, killing zombies along the way. I made it to the house and started the mission for the trader. I walked around the house looking for a way to get in without attracting too much attention and found an open door leading to the basement. As soon as I entered the basement, I was met with two heavily burnt zombies that seemed like they were still slightly on fire. I smashed both of their heads in. 
The basement near the back is extremely dark, making me wish I would have had the money to buy the headlamp that I was looking at earlier. Once I cleared the first floor, I climbed up to the second floor and cleared all the rooms that I possibly could. The house had been ripped apart, and you could see through almost the entire thing. I was able to find a ladder, though, that brought me to the upper portion of the house. This is when I found the loot room. But for some reason, the mission was not complete, even though I was sure I had killed all the zombies. As I got closer to the loot, though, a zombie fell through the ceiling and almost took a bite out of me. I scrambled back and prepared for a fight. I was able to drop this one in three hits this time. Apparently, the few points I put into strength and pummel peed had paid off. That finished the mission I was on, and I collected the main loot. I then made my way back to the trader again. I had a feeling I was going to be doing this a lot over the next seven days. When I returned to the trader, he offered me five different options for completing the mission. 500 cobblestone rocks, tempered blade mod schematic, serrated blade mod schematic, 750 coal, or 10 Molotov cocktails. I ended up choosing the 500 cobblestone rocks in hopes that it would help me with building the base I would need to fight the horde. I accepted my reward and immediately took the fetch job from him this time. This one was much farther away, about 400 meters this time. I wasted no time and made my way to the objective. It looked like the next place I would be clearing out was an old church. Not sure why he wanted this cleared out, but I didn't think too hard about it. I just needed all the money I could get from this guy so I could stay alive for the week. Looked like the only way in was through the graveyard. An undead vulture was able to scratch me before I could take it out, but I was lucky that I didn't just start bleeding. I climbed through the window into the church and started to clear it out. Books were thrown everywhere, and there were multiple zombies that I needed to deal with. I found a pair of nerdy glasses that would apparently increase the speed that I gained experience, which seemed like it made the trip even more worth it. After clearing this floor, I found a spiral staircase leading upstairs in a back room. There were multiple zombies on this floor as well, and luckily there was a torch, so I could easily see them. This looked like the main area, so I collected the loot and made sure there wasn't anything else to find here. When I was satisfied that I'd found everything, I climbed down off the roof and made the journey back to the trader. I was offered five things again this time, and I ended up choosing 60 shotgun rounds this time. Hopefully at some point I'll find a shotgun to put them in. I also looked to see what kind of jobs he had and didn't want to do a buried supply mission, so I figured it was time to find somewhere to bed down for the night at. Before I left the trader, though, I bought that helmet light and as much duct tape as I could afford. I then made my way over to a water tower that was close to the trader. I figured the elevated position could keep me safe at night, so I spent pretty much the rest of the day cutting down trees and collecting supplies to start building up some defenses for the tower. I also cleared up the zombie that was sleeping at the top. I managed to craft a small shelter for myself to spend the night in. I had overlooked the hatch that was on top of the tower and thought I should go in and clear out any zombies that might be in there. When I got down there, I was up against three zombies. Two of them started to run and caught me off guard. They ended up giving me exhaustion and dropped my health down to 66. I bandaged up and got out of that hellhole. I ended the night by having a few things to eat and bedding down for the night. Let's hope day two is just as successful as day one.